Life Audio. Hello, and welcome to the Daily Bible Podcast with Trisha and Michelle. We're just two friends reading through the Bible chronologically and encouraging you to do the same. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook, Daily Bible Podcast, or go to our website, dailybiblepodcast.net. We are going through the one-year chronological Bible, and we have links for that in our show notes and also at our website. Also, it's not too late to start. Join us click subscribe to the podcast, share it with a friend, join us in our community group, which is over on Facebook. We love to connect with you. We love that we are doing this as a community. So introduce yourself, friend. If you're in a community group, we want to know more about you. Yep, we do. Introduce yourself and also hit share um, at whatever podcast platform that you're on, or if you're watching us on YouTube, hit the share button and share it with a friend and ask your friend, hey, hey, would you be help hold me accountable? And I'll hold mm-hmm. you accountable. Let's read through the Bible this year together. So, um, so share. Sharing is caring, my friends. Okay, so today we are reading Job 5, Job 6, and Job 7. And yesterday, we read how Job lost everything except his life and his wife. And even his life, his health was pretty bad. Yeah. His three friends traveled with him. Travel, his three friends traveled to be with him. And they are Eliphaz, Bildad, and Zophar. And then we saw Job giving his first speech, Eliphaz responding to him. And today, Eliphaz continues and I've got to say, I really wish we could hear Eliphaz's tone, like, because I can hear myself saying these things to a friend <laughs> in pain. And I cringe. Yeah. And Eliphaz is trying to remind his friend that God is amazing. He gives prosperity to the poor and he protects those who suffer. So go to him in your grief, he says, present your case to God. And Eliphaz also lets Job know that what he's experiencing, it could be disciplined from God. I I have said that. I've even heard that. And, and, and he says, hey, consider the joy of those corrected by God when you sin. Like everything Eliphaz says is true and right, but it's not helpful. And also he's talking to a man who, don't you remember yesterday we read that Job was blameless. Like Job was like Noah. And, and so... He's Eliphaz is saying these things and and then Job responds and he asks why he can't complain. Like, like I just had everything ripped out from under me. Why he says, Don't people complain about unsalted food? Does anyone who anyone want tasteless white of an egg? And Job continues pleading his case to his friends and defending his questioning, and finally says, Stop assuming my guilt. For I have done no wrong. Do you think I am lying? Don't I know the difference between right and wrong? And then Job turns to God and he cries out. And like Job is gut-wrenchingly honest here. He's honest in the limited space of time that he has had in his life. And he asks, oh God, remember that my life is but a breath and will never again feel and will I never again feel happiness? I cannot keep from speaking. I must express my anguish. My bitter soul must complain. And Job continues pleading with God and ends with 
could you just fix this, God? Like, just forgive me. Like, if I have sinned, just Mm -hmm. forgive me and take away my guilt. I love that part that you brought up about um, don't people complain about unsalted food or the taste? (laughs) Because, okay, so we have had friends that have lost their son and it stinks. Like, this is horrible. Like, you should not have to bury a 16 year old. And I think it's okay to say this is really bad. (laughs) This is a bad situation without. Like we complain again, if we're stuck in traffic, like uh, it stinks to be stuck in traffic, but it stinks even more to lose a child. And I could see what Job was seeing here through the hard, hard stuff of the year. Not that we should curse God, but it's, I think it is, it is hard. It's hard Mm -hmm. things that we're facing. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think when, when people complain about traffic, we don't be like, oh, you shouldn't be complaining. You're saying God's not in control. But then when they're saying this is a really bad situation, you lost a child or whatever. Job lost all his children. It's a bad situation. So I I love that these are real conversations. These are real conversations that we have. And just a reminder also from yesterday about the book of Job being poetry. As a writer, I love discovering the literary devices in these passages, for example, the part where it says, from six disasters, he will rescue you. Even in the seventh, he will keep you from evil. And that was Job 519. It's an idiom. And the Hebrew idiom fixes is on a certain number. So here it's six. And then it calls attention to something important. Um, so even the seventh, again, we learned when we were, mm-hmm. you're talking about Revelation last month, um, seven is a sacred and perfect number. And it basically means that God will rescue you from all possible trouble. So even it says even seven, that means God. Mm -hmm. Again, the Hebrew reader would have understand that. It's also chapter seven is a balanced poem comprising Mm -hmm. of three parts and each bracketed by an opening statement of the queuing condition and then a closing cry out to God. Mm -hmm. So I love that there's so much here as we continue to dig through things. There's the emotion, there's the poetry, there's the layers, there's like the the meaning of the number seven that we've learned from last year. Like it's just layer upon layer. And we could just go through these layers of just these chapters and find out so much more. It's just mm-hmm. beautiful. It is. It, it, it really is beautiful. And one thing that I'm seeing here is that these men... They are knowledgeable men. These are wise men. They know God. They know his ways. They know the world. They know how things work and how things run. Like these are educated, wise men. But in that, we're also seeing that they're wise, but maybe they don't know how to come alongside and and sympathize and empathize. Yeah, but they're and wise I, men. They're knowledgeable. They know God. We can see that. There's. I started reading a book last night um, as I'm trying to go to sleep. <laughs> but it was about the just the elements of science that are in the book of Job. Um, the, oh, the, yeah. the knowledge of creatures and the mm-hmm. how the world systems work and the the weather patterns like there's there's so much like you said they're they're so wise. God, they knew God ran the world. They knew how. Things ran a long time ago. These things that we're just like figuring out from satellites and stuff, they're talking about in Job. 
They knew that God ran the world. They trusted him as creator, which we've lost that these days. But I love that after Job answers his friends, he always cries out to God. He is pretty miserable, but he's still, he's pouring his heart out to God. It shows his close relationship with God. And we, you know, we share our hearts with those that are closest to us. And I love that, that Job continued to pour out his heart to God. Yeah, he he continued to pour out his heart to God, and he didn't pull back from talking mm-hmm. to his friends. He could have. That's that's sometimes that's my knee jerk reaction when a friend um, does what what Eliphaz had done to him, and and said, "Oh, you, you just confess." Like my my knee jerk reaction when I'm in pain is to pull back and just shut up and not talk anymore and not press in. And Job could have done that, but he didn't. He continued to respect and love uh, love his friend. And then he always went to God. Like after, after he got done talking and defending himself with his friends, he always went to God. And that is an example to us as we go through suffering or as we just go about our day, like always go to God, start with God, finish with God, always go to God. Okay, well, we need to take a break and we need to hear from our sponsor. But when we come back, we'll have the word of the day for you. Stay tuned. Okay, the word of the day is plea. Mm. So plea. So plea stresses argument or appeal for understanding, sympathy, or mercy. So, you know, sometimes we're just like Job's friends. We want to offer comfort, yet occasionally the words tumble out all wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've had those moments when our attempts to help end up more like stumbles in a conversation. Like yeah. Job was wanting, he he had a plea. He wanted people to understand. He needed sympathy and, and mercy. And sometimes his pleas by his friends, they were maybe thinking what they were going to say instead of truly listening to him. I think sometimes we do that. We're like planning ahead of what we're going to say instead of truly hearing what the person is saying. Um, So consider Job chapter seven, amid his overwhelming trials, Job first opens his heart to his friends. And then he turns his gaze heavenward, which we talk about bringing his pain and questions directly to God. So even when maybe his friends weren't listening to his pleas, Job knew that God was. And this mm. pattern in Job's story is an example we can follow. Like sometimes it may feel like no one understands me. Mm-hmm. No one can truly, truly hear my heart. Yeah, they probably can't truly. <laughs> like we're human. Um, but we could take those things and we can lay them before God and we know that He cares. Um, and, you know, what does this mean in our daily lives? In the midst of our struggles, we can look up to God. We can talk to God. Like he's our ultimate confidant. He's the one who listens with infinite compassion and understanding. It's like having a heartfelt conversation with a friend who knows us better than we know ourselves. Because sometimes like the, that still small voice will be like, well, you kind of like need to do this. Or maybe you should confess this. Or maybe, you know, mm-hmm. like God will speak to our hearts of the things that we need to do in a gentle and kind and loving way because God also sees beyond our words and looks into the depths of our souls and he can see the struggle. He can, knows what's going on deep within us. Um, but then there's a part that we play in the lives of others. When we see someone going through tough times, you know, let's be that listening ear, that gentle presence. Let's 
let's listen to what they're saying instead of just thinking about the response that we want to give them. Mm-hmm. Um, let's be there in a way that's genuine and caring, reflecting on love and empathy that Jesus shows us. You know, let's try to give that to other people. And so in our journey, much like Job, we are invited to delve deeper into our faith. So this is not going through trials, like we talked about yesterday. It's not our testing. is isn't just a surface level exercise. It's about realizing that our faith needs to be part of our everyday lives as being vulnerable, being honest with God, being honest with other people. Um, and that's where we really grow deeper. When we are with friends going through the hard things with them, that's where the deepest friendships are built, even though mm-hmm. it's not fun. Yeah. Even if it's not fun letting people in or it's not fun entering those hard places with people, that's where those deep relationships, those bonding experiences, the true community of Christians is built. Um, so what do we learn from Job? Let's talk to our friends, absolutely, but also making sure we're having honest conversations with God. Mm-hmm. Um, let's offer our hearts and ears to those around us, but also you know, sometimes we just need to be quiet. <laughs> And also mm-hmm. just know that we can be real and we can be authentic with other people and with God. Um, but it is, it's taking that wisdom and knowing when we should say something, when we should not say something, when we should uh, pray for them, when we should offer advice, when should we just sit quiet? Like God will guide us, but don't be afraid to enter those places with people. Mm-hmm. Definitely don't be afraid to enter those places with God. Right. Right. You know, Joe, Joe has gone through such incredible suffering. He has lost so much and he is being quickly schooled in how to walk through tragedy gracefully. And boy, is that hard. And today we see him pleading with God, just forgive my sin, take away my guilt, because he knows that God can quickly make things right. Like he knows that things can change in an instant, like God can do that. And in his plea today, we see again him questioning God, why, why God? Owen Anderson, um, a theologian, wrote a commentary on the book book of Job. And listen to what he says. All Job has known about God, he still believes. But God's inexplicable ways have his mind perplexed to the breaking point. Job is in the right, but he does not know that God is watching with silent compassion and admiration until the test is fully done Mm. and it's time to state his approval publicly. So friend, here's my words to you. If you are walking through a storm, if you are walking through a test, know that even if God is silent, he is watching. He is watching. And in his watching, he will not let anything more happen to you than what he has already deemed. Like you are safe. You're safe in the shelter of his wings. You may not feel it right now, but you are safer there than anywhere else you could be today. Wow. I was just thinking, so we talked about all this last year. Mm-hmm. But a lot has happened this last year. Yes. <laughs> like, like it's almost as we were given opportunity to apply mm-hmm. what we had been talking about. Right. Um, we <laughs> end. We had to plea for God's help. We saw the testing, but we also saw that we turned to God. We turned to each other. 
it's like when we talk about being the hands of feet of Jesus, we can do that. Right. But hard things are going to happen anyway. So the choice is either to lean into others, to lean into God, to become the hands of feet of Jesus, or to try to struggle alone. And so last year, Michelle, we had no idea all the things that would be happening as we discussed this. And I can say for sure that it's truer now than even when we discussed it last year, because we've We've walked through these things with each other, with God, with other friends, um, which is pretty amazing. So, it is very amazing. It's and it's amazing knowing that things that we have walked through, we can still hold our head up. Mm-hmm. We know we are so much safer. We know that we are so much. I, I hate to say it, happier. But we are. We're happier when we are in his presence, walking with him, relying on him, plowing into him. And Job, in his pain, he would rather be in his pain with God. Even Mm -hmm. if God was silent, he would rather be in his pain with God than outside and not have God anywhere around. That's what we'll see as we continue. He just kept turning to God over and over and over again. So, Michelle, would you pray for us today? Yeah. Oh, Father God, we thank you for your word. We thank you that we are just, um, we're learning more about you. And we're learning more about how we need to be in, um, in relation to you. And, Father, I just thank you that we have, have Job to learn from. I thank you that... Um, Lord, we can, we can slowly, as we, as we read it, even a second time, we're seeing more and more things that apply to us and apply to our lives and apply to you. So many more things that are true of you. And Father, I just pray that as we go about our day, Lord, that my friends who are suffering right now would just turn to you and plea and wrestle in that pain, but also sit in that pain, knowing that you are there and you are watching them. Just like you were with Job. You protected Job. There was nothing else that could touch him that you did not allow. That is comfort. There was so much that that Job went through, and yet you were right there with him. Father, I pray that you would be right there with us as we face what is today and what is tomorrow and what's what's coming next week and in, in, in the month, that you would be there. And may, Father, that you would give us the strength to just turn to you and just to sit with you. I, thought, I pray, Father, that we would complain like Job, that we'd, we, we would plea like Job. And I pray, Father, that in the end, like Job, we would say, oh, Almighty Father, I see you bigger and higher than I did before. We thank you, Father. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, we are sending you off with some daily encouragement to get into the word and be the hands and feet of Jesus. Again, if you don't have the one-year chronological Bible that we are using, we have links to that Bible in our show notes. You can even find it in the Kindle format. Also in the show notes is a monthly and yearly schedule of the Bible reading plan that we are following. Okay, so tomorrow we are reading Job 8, 9, 10, and Job 11. 
And I want to take a second here to thank the team at Life Audio for their partnership with us in the Daily Bible Podcast. You would not be listening to the Daily Bible Podcast without their partnership. If you go to lifeaudio.com, you're going to find dozens of other great faith-centered podcasts that were created just for you. Go to lifeaudio.com. And we will see you here tomorrow. Bye-bye.